Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. We are extended 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. It is great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, and we're going to keep rolling all the way to the top of the hour when the great Jeff Kaplan will uh, take over. He will get you home safe. He will get you home smart uh, with everything that's going on. And uh, so stay with us uh, throughout the afternoon uh, with Jeff Kaplan and all the news here on KSL News Radio. A uh, quick reminder tomorrow uh, in our 1 to 3 p.m. extended version of Inside Sources, uh, we will focus on the fact that it is Sexual Assault Awareness Day of Action. And uh, we'll have uh, Shelaine Maxfield, who is the president of the Unique Foundation, she's going to join us uh, to discuss what their organization's doing to not only bring awareness uh, to this critical issue, but to help victims heal. Uh, So that will be coming up on our extended program tomorrow. We invite you to join us uh, and be part of that crucial conversation. We have to get comfortable having uncomfortable conversations on a host of issues here in the state and across the country and around the world. And we're going to do that every day here on Inside Sources. Well, we're going to round out our day today with uh, something I've been doing uh, since early on here at KSL News Radio. Uh, and this was something that uh, came about uh, early on. We were uh, getting to the end of a program one day, and I, I wasn't quite sure how to to wrap things up. And I uh, was just uh, there and scribbled down on my binder uh, something that's really kind of become our, our moniker for our last segment of the show, and that is see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. And it's not just become a a mantra and a nice way to close a show. Uh, It's really become a a way to see the world and to look at things just a little bit differently as we interact on a host of things. We have hard challenges. We've got difficult things we've got to deal with. But if we could do that every day, if you can see something that inspires you every day, if you can say something that uplifts somebody else every day or hear something that someone else says that's uplifting, and if you can take action and do something that makes a difference, that's a good day. That's a really, really good day. So we will do that every day at 2.50. We will come together and we will talk about some of those things where we can make a difference. We'll talk about principles, principles that matter, things that we should avoid, things we need to engage in, things we need to lean into, things we need to avoid. But it's all about making sure that uh, we can do that, that we can see something that inspires. Uh, I, I think one of the things we're losing in the world today is our ability to feel awe, uh, to really be inspired. Uh, when was the last time you were just speechless. You were just in awe of seeing something uh, that just inspired you. Uh, I see that a lot. I see that in my grandchildren. Uh, I've seen it in in statues. I've, I've seen it in uh, uh, children selling lemonade at the side of the road. Uh, I've seen it in a, a host of places uh, around the world. And uh, hopefully tonight we'll see it in uh, the final uh, game of March Madness. That uh, That is always an inspiring event to me. And I think having it this year as uh, we kind of come down the backside of the pandemic, uh, that that's uh, that is an inspiring thing. Saying something that uplifts, uh, there are great words to be had everywhere. 
and much of my day and much of why I love what I do is I get to read. I get to listen to amazing people from all walks of life who say things that uplift me from spiritual leaders to uh, social, uh, social psychologists uh, to just young children, uh, to business people, to everybody in between. And uh, in fact, I, I, I remember hearing uh, when I interviewed Joe Lieberman, a uh, longtime senator and a one-time vice presidential candidate, he talked about the integrity of compromise. Uh, and that uplifted me. I said, okay, that's, that's a different way to look at compromise, the integrity of compromise. We often talk about it as being something squishy or selling out. Uh, it can be something very different. Uh, Bob Woodward uh, once said that restraint always works. And he, he lifted truth and trust into a, into a different kind of place in the public square. And that, that uplifted, that inspired me. And then, of course, doing something that makes a difference. Uh, one of the questions we always talk about on this program is, therefore, what? <laughs> what are we going to do about it? How are we going to take action? What are we going to do that's actually going to make a difference for someone else? And uh, I hope you'll join us now. And I hope you'll share. We'll uh, get this uh, set up on our Facebook page and our other social media channels uh, so that you can share something that inspires, something that uplifts, and something that makes a difference, whether you've done it or somebody has done it to you. <laughs> those are all things that it's okay if people do those to you. If they're inspiring you, uplifting you, or making a difference in your world, we want to hear about it. Of course, you can always chime in on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line, but you can also do this on our Facebook page, and we're going to highlight these every day in terms of what happens, what are the positive things, and, and how do we lean into that uh, and make that a, a positive. So our, our principle today uh, that I want everyone to think through just a little bit, uh, this came up, I was on a uh, being interviewed on a national cable news network. We were talking about uh, some things that were happening as relating to Hunter Biden and uh, his response in, a, in an interview about uh, his laptop uh, that had some incriminating evidence on it. And the, the interviewer kept asking, you know, is it yours? Was it yours? And he just said, well, it might be, it could be. It's, it's entirely possible that it could be, uh, but he wouldn't answer it. Uh, and so as I was being interviewed about what was going on with Hunter Biden, uh, they said, explain that. How is it that this has gone on for so long? And I, I actually used a Hollywood analogy uh, that I often use uh, in business, in politics, in community. Uh, and this Hollywood analogy is you often have movie directors or people who are in charge of movies uh, they're very dependent on their funders and keeping the people who have bought in and invested in their work uh, happy and going. And so they often use this model. First, they control the flow of information going up the food chain. So they make sure that those that are the funders, those that are in charge, only hear the positive results that are coming up. Uh, they make sure any snags, any setbacks, uh, any overruns in costs that are they're just either buried deep or sugar-coated on their way up. So they control that flow of information. And then the next thing they do is they spend an inordinate amount of time on the trailer to the movie uh, so that they can show all the best elements, all the best scenes, all the best moments. The, the sizzle reel, uh, this uh, trailer ends up getting played over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, and there are some in the industry who believe that if you play the trailer enough, People will believe you made a really awesome movie, a big blockbuster. But, of course, we know the, the reality is, uh, is different, uh, That because eventually, eventually you can't control the flow of all the information. 
and you can't replay the trailer forever because eventually you have to show the movie. Uh, and then all the flaws will appear. All the holes in the script will, will come out. Uh, but it's what is often done. Again, I've seen politicians do this for a decade. Control the flow of information, replay the trailer, convince everybody you've produced an amazing thing. I've seen it in businesses. I've seen it, I've seen it in organizations and communities. And so what we have to figure out, if we're going to make a difference, we can't buy into that model. You cannot control the information and produce a really great trailer if you want to create an epic movie. It requires a different kind of focus. It requires a different kind of effort, different kind of commitment. And what you have to avoid, if you really want to create the epic movie, the blockbuster, uh, is you cannot confuse motion for forward movement. Uh, We live in a world that's really good with motion. Uh, Things that make us feel busy or look busy or sound busy, as opposed to actually accomplishing something that matters. I think what we have to really make sure that we're doing is that we're focusing on outcomes, not activities. So easy to buy into the checklist. And you do the checklist. Oh, look how important I am. Oh, look how effective I am. Look how productive I am. I I checked all the boxes. Box checking never creates extraordinary results or a blockbuster movie. (laughs) You might get you might get an okay trailer to be sure, but you're not going to get a uh, historic game-changing, inspiring movie uh, that could be uh, impact on generations to come. And so that's the test for all of us. The test for all of us is, are we going to settle for motion or are we going to demand forward movement from ourselves, from our elected officials, from our businesses? Are we going to get the, uh, the right kind of things in terms of forward movement? Because that's what we're really after. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. I'm Boyd Matheson. Great to be with you on Extended 1 to 3 every day. Inside Sources. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that'll make a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.